0: Hello and welcome to episode 73 of Linux Downtime. I'm Joe. I'm Gary. I'm Amalith. Nice to talk to you again. No guests this time, just the three of us. Today I thought we could talk about FOSS and copyright infringement or piracy, a word that I don't really like very much. This is a topic that has been discussed a little bit in the community recently with some strange takes about YouTube and using tools that block adverts on there and whether that is... Denying creators revenue and stuff and whether that counts as piracy. And, uh, Amleth, we kind of got discussing this and I was very surprised with your take on it.
1: Yeah. So I think that using, for example, an ad blocker on YouTube is piracy because when you go to watch a YouTube video, there's this implicit agreement that in exchange for the video, you are going to watch these ads, or at least these ads are going to play on your screen. And when you don't watch those ads, you're, you're circumventing that agreement. I don't like ads. I use an ad blocker. I do circumvent that agreement. So I do think it is piracy, but I think it's a good piracy. <laughs> it's piracy that I support and encourage.
2: I can kind of see where you're coming from, right? It's kind of like when TiVo first came out. And people were using it primarily to record shows and skip commercials, right? They'd watch it later, so they could skip commercials. So it, it's the same idea, and it's no different than even older than that, using a VCR to do the same thing. I think the difference here is, back then, the people producing the videos, they couldn't tell how many people were actually watching, right? Because it's like broadcast TV. Whereas here, on like YouTube or something, everything's tracked everywhere. There's metrics on all that stuff. So maybe that's why people feel like it's more piracy than it was back then. But, I mean, functionally, it's the exact same thing. I just,
0: I'm not having it that it's piracy or copyright infringement, whatever you want to call it. It's just not. What about if you skip the ads? What if you use the the right arrow to skip ads? I suppose you can't with some YouTube ads, but what if uh, in podcasts that are part of the Late Night Linux family, what if you, God forbid, skip those ads? Is that piracy? Are you pirating the shows? Of course not. That's just your right to do that. I mean, I encourage people to listen carefully to every ad and go to... uh, all the URLs and support the shows and everything, but that's your choice.
2: And sometimes you don't have the time, right? Maybe you're like, I've got ten minutes. And there's you know twelve minutes to this podcast, and I don't want to hear this ad because I want to hear this before I got to like jump on a plane or something, right? Or go into a meeting or something. You know, that should be your choice as a listener or viewer
1: to just you know make that decision. Right. I agree that it should be the listener, user, watcher, viewer, whatever's choice. But especially with automated ads in YouTube that you cannot skip, if you're circumventing that and skipping them anyway, even though you 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 can't, then you're still circumventing that agreement is what I think it comes down to. But an agreement is something that is agreed by more than one party. And I'd never agreed to watch adverts on YouTube. By going to YouTube, I think you did. It's implicit. It's not out there. It's not transparent. It's not in front of you. But you clicked play on the video. You clicked that link. I disagree with that practice. I think, well, I don't know. I was about to say, I think that when you open YouTube, you should have like a consent dialogue, but that would just be a pain.
2: This sounds a lot like Eulas and how they're actually unenforceable because nobody reads them.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. There is a Eula for YouTube. Actually, if you're not logged in every time, you have to click through to I accept these terms and conditions. If you're in the EU, not in the US. Ah, right, because you've got extra freedom there. (laughs) Okay. I was like, I've never
2: heard or seen this thing. I have
0: no idea what Joe's talking about here. Well, I'm not in the EU either, remember, anymore, as much as I'd like to be. Let's
1: say if your IP address is from across the
0: pond. Yeah. So... What about on Android, right? That's the only place where I see ads on YouTube because uBlock Origin does a fantastic job in Firefox. I never see any ads unless they, you know, host red baked into the, uh, the videos. But on Android, the official YouTube client, which is terrible, just shows the ads. There's nowhere to skip them. So what I end up doing is click the link. It opens in YouTube and then I copy the URL, go into new pipe and play it in that. And it's quicker to do that dance than it is to sit through the first 20 seconds of the ad before you can skip it. So am I being a pirate by using
1: NewPipe then? I think so. I specifically use a fork of NewPipe that integrates SponsorBlock. So I skip sponsors in videos as well. Uh, I was waiting for SponsorBlock to come up. Now SponsorBlock, I don't think it's piracy,
0: but I hate it. And I wish it would just die. I know it's not going to, but That's different to me, like you've got your automated ads, and then you've got your host red ads. And coincidentally, I might make a a lot of my living from host red ads. So uh, things that are going to automatically skip them, I'm not really very fond of those,
1: surprisingly enough. What is the difference between those and the, uh, I think they're called like pre-roll ads or something, the automated ones in, in, in YouTube videos? How how are those different? I don't make any money out of the automated ones. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <So> that's why <laughs> I see. I'm fine with people blocking them. <laughs> I'm a massive hypocrite, I Amalith, mean, yes. But, I, I, right, you could say it's immoral, you could say it's against the terms of service, but I don't think that calling it piracy is helpful. I know like that's just
1: semantics and stuff, but I just I don't think that's a helpful term. I watched a video, I don't remember how many months ago, maybe last year, where some... Bigger YouTubers were discussing exactly this issue, and they agreed that the stigma that surrounds piracy does not and should not apply to blocking ads. So they agreed to call it instead privateering, (laughs) which is kind of stupid. (laughs) That's some RMS level uh, naming there. Well done,
2: chaps. Well done. Yeah. That's quite the mental gymnastics to, you know, try to prove your point. Especially when there is the option out there, and I know this is going to be the unpopular one, but you could always pay for YouTube premium. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Way back in the day, I became a YouTube Red subscriber. That's how long ago it's been. And I'm still in that grandfather plan. So like, I just don't even see ads anymore. I just don't have to care. Not even on Android, but like the the, uh, sponsor Red Airs, those ones, I may, you know, double tap my screen to get past them quicker. But
1: (laughs) yeah, there are two quote unquote blessed ways to watch YouTube that comply with that implicit agreement. There's watching the ads or paying for premium. There is that exchange in both of those situations. But then when you block ads, you're going around that exchange. That exchange is not happening.
2: Okay, but to be fair, like I didn't get YouTube premium to skip ads originally. It was like for like background play and able to play on more than one device at a time, right? Before then, like I was already running UBlock Origin and blocking the ads. But like I got premium yes. for the other features it was like, oh, it's nice that it block that the ads are gone, but mm-hmm. that wasn't the driving force for
1: it I guess my my point is just call it what it is I think what it is is fine I think blocking ads is good I think everyone should do that
0: except the ads on the Night shows but no again, I don't think you should call it piracy right and I also don't think that piracy is necessarily something that should be okay because. An argument that I've heard, right, as FOSS people, the license really matters to us. Mm-hmm. Whether it's copyleft, whether it's permissive, whatever, the license is what makes open source what it is. And how can you expect other people to respect our licenses if we don't respect the more traditional
2: copyright licenses? Well, for starters, all of the open source licenses work because of copyright, not in spite of. Yeah. Yeah. They work because of copyright law. Well, exactly. And that's the point I'm making, that you need to respect copyright law then. Right. I I think the question here is, we seem to be debating whether or not an ad counts as part of the global copyrighted work, right? Like, if we want to put this into licensing terms, does the ad plus the video become a derivative work of the original video, or are they two separate entities, because if they're a derivative work, then okay, maybe you are breaking the copyright of that original video. But as a, a content producer, at least myself for my twitch streams and stuff, like I have no input on the ads that get played as part of my twitch stream. So that's not something I can condone or you know thumbs up or thumbs down what gets played. So that's really the platform that's then creating the derivative work. And I, I don't know it's it weird. Also, what about things like transmission, for example?
0: the torrent client that comes baked into a lot of Linux distros and is my preferred way to download Linux ISOs. And, you know, we kind of joke, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, Linux ISOs. But I genuinely mean it because it's got the hash checking built in. It stops me having to mess around with the SHA-256 sums and everything. It just takes one step out of it. I know that it's checked as it downloads. Right, good. Stick it onto a USB stick, boot it up, get going with it. But also that very same piece of open source software can be used to infringe copyright and break licenses. So therefore, should that be shut down? Or, you know, it's it's it, you can't start saying that, can you? Because what about stuff like Get iPlayer or YouTube DL or YTDLP, the uh, fork of it? YouTube DL has been hounded by the entertainment industry because of its ability to do what we're talking about and for you to even go beyond not watching ads, but save the videos. And you can do that in NewPipe as well, and I keep waiting for NewPipe to get in trouble and someone to have to fork it. You've got these powerful tools that are open source, and what you do with them is up to you. You know, you could, for example, still have uBlock Origin installed in Firefox, but then allow list YouTube, and you could not block those ads. I don't think we're going to agree on this, Amleth, because you just think that it is piracy and that piracy is okay, but I think it's fine, but it's definitely not piracy. It might be not complying with licenses, maybe, but I'm just, I, I'm really loath to call it piracy because that has just got such other connotations to it.
2: I think for me, it would be considered piracy if you were breaking TRM. If it's open content that's available by open, I mean it's e- easily accessible, right? Whereas, like the big media producers, they're going to put their stuff in DRM and they're going to make it harder, right? And like breaking that DRM, what you know, it's against the DMCA and all that stuff. And th- that that to me definitely says piracy.
0: Yeah, there's people who rip stuff off Netflix and Amazon and stuff, and and put them in news groups and on torrent sites and whatnot. And that is, again, I don't like the word piracy, but that is piracy. Whereas if you can just Get a URL effectively and download the video or stream the video or the audio, whatever it is, then that's not piracy. You don't seem to have an answer to that, Amalith. You seem to be struggling to defend your point here. It's okay (laughs) to admit
1: that you're wrong and you've changed your mind and Mm -hmm. that me and Gary are right. I do still think it is piracy because there is that implicit agreement when you go to the platform that in exchange for watching this video, you're going to watch this ad. That is, You paying for the thing. But implicit agreements aren't enforceable, (sighs) generally speaking.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not like with Netflix. Using someone else's password,
1: is that piracy? Probably, because you're not paying for that content. The person whose password you're using is the one paying for it.
2: And what if they added
1: you an account on their, uh, a login on their account? Then that would be fine, because that's a blessed, that's in the agreement that they agreed to. But now Netflix
2: is starting to clamp down on that and requiring people to log into the same house. So it was okay before, and now they've changed their mind, which, you know, that's their business. They can do whatever they want, but they were okay with it for 10 whatever years. But now they're seeing their membership numbers drop. So now it seems more a matter of their agreement doesn't fit their bottom line enough anymore. So now they're trying to adjust for that. Whereas it was fine for however many years, but now extenuating circumstances have changed their stance on it. Yeah, they even
0: had a tweet, love is sharing your password. Yeah, exactly. Which they've come to regret.
2: So they were clearly fine with that.
1: Yeah, and now they're changing that agreement. And then when they change the terms of service, people are going to get a new email. And by continuing to use the platform, they agree to that change. My point is not that open source software that directly or indirectly facilitates piracy should be removed or or stopped or anything like that my point is just call it what it is and maybe piracy in these situations is fine
2: but they're not piracy tools so like I, occasionally i'll post a video on youtube if i want to download a backup copy of the final result that was on youtube in case you know my channel gets hacked like happens all the time that way i can just you know put the video back because i was able to download it Well, you could just log into your account and do it properly. Is there a way to download it directly from YouTube? If there is, I just haven't seen it.
0: Yeah, it's you have to go into the video manager and you can download it. Yeah, definitely. Okay,
1: today I learned. <laughs> I'm not saying that they are piracy tools at all. I'm just saying they are tools and they can be used for piracy. That's all, and I think that's perfectly fine and okay.
2: Understandable, but like you have to look back to like the early 2000s as well when DCSs came out. People legitimately wanted to watch DVDs on their Linux machines. And that code got completely banned everywhere because the media organizations were like, this can be used for piracy. So then everybody had to find the wink, wink, nudge, nudge place to get DCSS so we could watch DVDs on our Linux machines because it was branded as piracy software. Well, you could argue that
0: WGET and CURL are software that can facilitate piracy. Where does it end? I,
2: I think the problem here is perception. Our perception as Linux enthusiasts is very different than the general public when the general public hears that you can use something for piracy they're like oh i shouldn't touch that then like technically you can use pigeon for piracy right somebody can send you a movie as a direct file transfer does that make pigeon a piracy tool definitely not but it can still be applied and to a layperson they could make that confusion
1: that's a good point so
2: from my point of view it's one of those things where it's like you don't want to highlight until like it's okay it's like yeah unfortunately some people will use this for malicious purposes right or you know less savory Purposes.
0: You're just wrong on both counts. I mean, <laughs> I think. You're wrong that it is piracy, and you're wrong that piracy is okay,
1: I think. I am coming around to thinking that calling it piracy is not useful. I believe that it is piracy, <laughs> but maybe calling it that is not useful and it should be called something else. Yeah, but just not whatever those YouTubers came up <laughs> Privateering, with. Privateering. Yeah, that's a dumb term. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that reminds me of uh,
0: Brexiteer, which I cannot stand <laughs> oh, that word. People who are in favor of Brexit. I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah, they use it in the media here. And it's, it kind of conjures up kind of swashbuckling heroes with swords or whatever, mm-hmm. when really it's just people who want to do economic harm to our country in the name of I don't even know what. But we shouldn't get too political. Well, we'd better get out of here then, but do let us know what you think and you can tell Amalith how wrong he is. (laughs) You can email us, show at linuxdowntime.com. We'll be back in a couple of weeks, but until then, I've been
2: Joe. I've been Gary. And I've been Amalith. See you later.